Oh, hello. Welcome to the Lisper Podcast. Once again, I am your host, the Lisper. Real name Tyrone, but you know, you see this? Get glass over there. You see this little shit? I got a logo now. Up there, well, I've been at the logo, but now it's on the jaw. You know what I'm saying? Now my logo is in the in the screen. It's all the way up there, though. All the way up. It's all the way up. I can't even point at it right. Fuck it. Y'all see it. Y'all ain't blind. Okay. The co-host is here. The co-host is here, but you know what? I ain't here the microphone. I forgot the microphone. I'm going to let it get here. Here it is. Here it is. It's here now. Let me fix this shit. Yeah, the microphone's here. Co-host is here. Matter of fact, co-host about to make another contribution to the episode. You know what I'm saying? The co-host got to contribute to the episode. But he here. He here. He ain't get fired yet. He is. He's putting in all his contributions now because he's got to go to work later. So he put in all his contributions now. So he can be ready for later on tonight because it is Friday and he's got some more work to do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But right now, okay, here it is. Oh, yeah. Megatron is here. Megatron is here. You know, Starscreen didn't get fired, though. I kept him on as a, as a, as a backup. I kept him on as backup security, but Megatron's getting that job done. Ain't no roaches on this table, you know what I'm saying? No roaches up here. You know, not the crawling ones, anyway. Maybe some other guy, yes. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, before I start this episode, I have to give a disclaimer. Because this episode today is called Big Bub. That's right, Big Bub, because my dad's name is Bubble. And... When we was kids, people called him Big Bub. So I want to call him Big Bub on this episode. And uh, this episode is all about my daddy. And so I'm going to put my disclaimer out there. Now, first of all, this disclaimer is not for me. Okay? This disclaimer is not for me. This disclaimer is not for my sisters and them. This disclaimer is not for my mom and them. This disclaimer is not for any of my motherfucking children. This disclaimer is not for any of my god kids. This disclaimer is not for any of my brothers. And this disclaimer is not for a certain few of my cousins that know the whole deal with me. Okay. This disclaimer is for the rest. My daddy's hating ass family. That's right. That's right. My daddy got a hating ass family. My daddy got a hating ass family for real. And this disclaimer is for the rest of them. And if they watching this, I don't give a fuck. I don't really care. I don't. What y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? Because um. There's some of his family members that's going to watch this. That's going to come on Facebook. That's going to come on TikTok. That's going to come to the house and try to be like, oh, you're so disrespectful. Oh, you hate your daddy. Oh, this and all that. And they're going to talk all the bullshit about what I'm saying about my daddy and how I'm talking about my daddy and how disrespectful I am towards my daddy when they don't even speak to this motherfucker. When they don't even buy him a drink, a beer, or nothing. They don't even know he is here. And if my daddy died, they'd be the people that that'd be the reason why I wouldn't come to the funeral because I don't want to have to, you know what I mean? I don't want to have to get busy on nobody that's in there being fraudulent, in there being fake, in there saying, oh, I love them so much when y'all ain't even talk to that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's for the old people. I'm putting the disclaimer out there right now that I, I own Jacob Livingston, Jacob being named after my daddy, Livingston being my motherfucker. Me can say what the fuck I want about him. 
And I can also tell you that this ain't hate, okay? My daddy knows who he is. And most of the time, my daddy accepts accountability. We're going to talk about that when I start the podcast. But what I'm saying to y'all is I can say what the fuck I want about my daddy. And this ain't hate. This is love. Because a lot of my experiences with my daddy have been funny. A lot of my experiences with my daddy have been fun. A lot of my experiences with my daddy have been strange and different. And he's got a story to tell. And he ain't never going to tell it. So I the fuck will. Okay? This is not hate. This is love. This is admiration. And this is all like fact and true shit about my dad. And I can say it. And I can tell it. And he ain't going to have no problem with it. And if he do, he can see me. He know the deal. He already know how his son roll with you. Me and my daddy's here. Y'all not? Fuck y'all. But the disclaimer is to say, don't come at me because mind your fucking business about me and my dad. Because this is not hate. This is love. This is admiration. But um, some of these things is not, you know, it's going to be frowned upon when I say it. But it is what the fuck it is. Now, first of all, let me talk about my daddy taking accountability. My daddy will take accountability for all of his motherfucking actions, okay? Big Bub will take accountability for all his fucking actions. Here's the problem. He won't take accountability when he does the shit. He takes accountability when he wants to. For instance, my daddy can do something to you today. Today is Friday. My daddy can do something to you to Friday. My daddy can slap the shit out of you on Friday. My daddy could talk about your mom on Friday. My daddy could steal your car on Friday. My daddy could, 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 could spit on you on Friday. My daddy could do all kinds of crazy, bad, nasty shit to you on Friday, right? And Friday, you can be like, hey, dad, you spit on me. Yeah. I ain't spit on your motherfucking ass. Who the fuck are you talking to? Why are you making shit up? Ain't nobody the fuck spit on you. Why would I fucking spit on you? He gonna say all that on Friday. On Monday, you might be like, dad, you spit on me on Friday. You say, oh. I need to be a son. Dad, you spit on me on Friday. Ain't nobody motherfucking spit on you on Friday. You ain't gonna buy your daddy a beer, and I'll get him a beer. Because I want him to shut the fuck up. But he did spit on me on Friday, you know what I'm saying? Not that my daddy would spit on me. I'm just using that example. He ain't never, that motherfucker never spit on me for real. But I'm just saying, that's an example. Then, come Thursday, when my daddy is kind of like, woo-side himself or whatever, or, or he's kind of like feeling good, maybe my mama, you know, no, nah, she didn't. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's feeling good on Thursday and then he'll come to me. He'll come to me. Hey, son. Hey, son. You know, remember last Friday I kind of spit on you? I ain't mean that shit, man. I'm sorry. You you fucking had me all excited. And I was just, yeah. And you know how it is. And I was drinking all that beer. You know me. I was drinking all that beer. And that beer got to me, got to my gut, came out my butt. You know what I mean? He's going to say something crazy like that. And he's going to apologize and he's going to take accountability. Even though he denied it for almost a whole motherfucking week and cussed me out about it. I still bought him a beer. Yeah, that's my daddy. He's going to take accountability, but you just got to wait. You just got to wait for him to take it. He's got to work on his time and not on your time. Okay? Now, the other thing. Here's how most conversations start. With, with me and people about my daddy. It's almost kind of say start. It don't start from, you know, oh, I remember one time my dad. Don't start like that. It don't start from, oh, people talking about their dad and then I talk about my dad. No, it don't start like that. Nope. Conversations with my dad usually start because somebody somewhere hears me say something about Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble. And then they go, Mr. Bubble? And I go, yeah, Mr. Bubble. That's my daddy. His name's Bubble. And then they go, Bubble? 
He's from the South? Yeah, my daddy from the South. Oh, Bubba. Bubba with an A. No. And I go, Bubba with an L-E, like bubble, like you're blowing bubbles. Like, bubbles, you know, pop, bubbles. Nigga, your daddy name is Bubbles? Then he start asking me why. Like, oh, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know because there's always been a story here. My uncle got a story. My grandmama had a story before she passed away. Amen. You know what I mean? You know, everybody's got a different story. And the only person that knows the truth, my daddy, won't tell the story. So even it's embarrassing, well, maybe that motherfucker really don't know. Maybe he don't know. My daddy has a has a, has a, a propensity, I would say, for not knowing shit that he should know. So maybe he really don't honestly know why his name is Bubble. But all his family and close friends and children and everybody know him as Bubble, you know what I mean? And, and, and so that's his name. And so when people are shocked that a man like my daddy, who's mean and ugly and surly and, and, and all kinds of fucked up and all kinds of Mr. Tough Guy, all kinds of Mr. I whip your ass and talk on my shit and blah, 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 walks around letting people call him Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, people don't get that. They don't understand. If neither do I, but I don't know the story. I don't know. I, mean, I can't. Can't get it out of him. Maybe, maybe somebody will see this today and talk to him. Maybe he'll see this today and maybe he'll be. No, he won't see this shit. He don't got no Facebook or nothing. But but maybe, maybe, maybe somebody will say something to him today and he'll come tell me. But he ain't told me in my whole life since I was a baby boy. And believe me, I've asked. I've asked on more than one motherfucking occasion. So we're not gonna ever probably find out the real answer. But I know that um, he had had this little dent in his head for a long time, this little spot in his head for a long time, and and, and he got hit with a child, with a brick as a child. Something they was playing in the building. I don't know, having a rock fight. I don't fucking know. But a brick hit him in the head, put that little dent in his head or whatever, and somebody called him a bubble head because he had a big that thing. That was the story I got. That's the story I'm gonna stick with. He was he was a bubble head. Then they just kept calling him bubble. I don't fucking know. Okay, I don't fucking know. Now we get into the nitty gritty. First of all, let me tell you, my daddy is fucking nitwit and the smartest person on the planet at the same damn time. Y'all saying, wow, that's crazy, that's outrageous, that's insane, but it's true. It's facts. My daddy's a fucking nitwit, okay? But he's the smartest person I've ever met in my entire life at the same damn motherfucking time. And that's outrageous. Okay, let me tell you why my daddy's a fucking nitwit. First of all, my daddy only went to school, I would say, to eighth, ninth grade, maybe 10th. He may have gotten to 10th grade. May have. But most of his formal education, most of his formal education was done in South Carolina, in the South, during the early 1960s. Now, you tell me, what kind of fucking education was a black kid getting in South Carolina in the early 1960s? I'm going to just say that that direction might have been a little fucked up because, I mean, it's 2020, motherfucker, four, and we get still in black communities in the North. We live in Philadelphia, and we still in black communities in the North are talking about the motherfucking school curriculum or talking about how our kids ain't learning shit. Right now, my children don't even know how to write in cursive because they said that's not a skill that we need. But yet, this new man, 
This new math is when you can simply one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve on your motherfucking hands. And they want you to do this new math that fucking just supposed to make it easier for kids to understand it, but I can't even comprehend it because you can literally count on your motherfucking fingers. And they got these kids going, if this equals this plus this plus this plus this, doing 18 steps to find out what the fuck is eight times 10? The fuck? So we still already is still in this era, 2024, arguing and fighting about the curriculum for black children. And y'all think my dad learned some shit in school in, in, in South Carolina in 1960? The fuck? So he already had a dumbass curriculum. I'm going to just say that. Then he didn't even finish. He didn't even finish because as a man and the man and the oldest boy, he had to take care of mama and him and brother and him, sister and him, cousin and him, all of them. And his mama had to leave my grandpa and come to Philadelphia. And my daddy had to go to work and take care of the house and be the man of the house. So he ain't had time for school. And that, that's just the way it worked. So my daddy didn't even graduate from high school. And him not graduating from high school, his reading, his writing, his comprehension is all the way fucked up. I mean, all the way fucked up. He's almost illiterate. Like, I ain't gonna lie. My daddy is almost, almost illiterate. Now, he can read certain things. I mean, he can count money. He can read them lottery tickets like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's right there. You give him a lottery ticket, he know everything about the lottery. He can read the lottery ticket. The Pennsylvania lottery. That's his favorite motherfucking song. That's right. He can read the alcohol content on a beer. He can read the name of a liquor bottle. Yes, he can. I'm sure he can do that shit. But I'm like, give my daddy a book. Give my daddy a book. You can forget it. Hey, my daddy was like, one fish, black fish. I said, daddy, that, that don't say no motherfucking black fish. Try to read me a bedtime story. One fish, black fish, blue fish, two fish. That, that's not even the fuck. That's not even the fuck. I believe that sometimes my daddy just made the story up. Like, open that Dr. Seuss book up, didn't know what the fuck he was saying, just made the shit up. Long as it rhymed, it was on time, you know what I mean? Because I read them books, and I'm like, Daddy, the fuck? You're not saying what's in this book. You know what I mean? One time I had a hike, I, I, I lied to you, I had a project, and I had to do it. And I had Catcher in the Rye, that was the book, Catcher in the Rye. And I had to do a project on Catcher in the Rye. I said, Daddy, I got to read Catcher in the Rye. I said, Daddy, can you help me with my project? My dad opened that book up. And I was like, nope, nope, son. No, I ain't gonna be read that shit. I don't know what the fuck. Mm -mm, nope, nope, I ain't reading all that. You're gonna have to do that yourself. You're gonna have to do that yourself. I can't read that shit. And I thought he was just being lazy, hateful, all that shit. But in my old age and during my time frame, oh, this motherfucker really is kind of illiterate, kind of stupid, you know, a little bit like a deal with, like he can't read and write. This is dumb. This is dumb, right? But then, then you talk to that motherfucker and he knows everything about everything. My daddy knows everything about your life and how to fix it. He knows everything about your car and how to fix it. He knows everything about everything that's going on in the world. He knows everything about sports. He knows everything about everything. He can tell you all kinds of shit, politics, all that shit. My daddy is smart. At least that's how he talks. That's how he thinks. And that's how he makes you think. I was so mad I had to take a drink. But my daddy can convince anybody that he knows what the fuck he's talking about when he's talking his shit. And half of the time, he don't know nothing. I just be looking at him. 
I just be looking at him like, that, like that ain't right. But the people he be talking to, the people he be explaining the shit to, the people he be talking shit to, they be like, yeah, bruh, yeah, bruh, you feel right about that, yeah, bruh, my OG, you know what you talking about. They be like, fit your game, talk your shit, and they be eating it up. They a munch. They be munching, meat munching all over Bubba. Like, he is a genius. Man, your dad's so smart. Bitch, where? Bitch, where? Yeah, I mean, like, my dad is so smart. So that's why I said my dad's a fucking nitwit. He's the smartest person on the planet. You let him tell it, and you let other people fuck it. But the people in the house where he lived, we knew. We was just like, that man's smart. He fucked up a Dr. Seuss fucking bedtime story. Y'all hearts look like a smart. You know what I mean, and my dad, a quick, quick motherfucker to tell anybody. I graduated from Lincoln Technical High School. I was top of my class. I was fucking, fucking it up, Lincoln Tech. I got all my ASCs, all the degrees, Lincoln Tech, Lincoln Tech, Lincoln Tech. And he's staying on business with that thing. And I do the same thing. I tell everybody, I graduated from Lincoln Tech. I got all my ASCs. I was top of the class, Lincoln Tech, Lincoln Tech, Lincoln Tech. I tell everybody I graduated from Lincoln Tech, and I ain't stepped out one motherfucking foot in that building. I ain't touched a motherfucking wrench, a socket, a, a, a brake pad, or nothing ever in the fuck Lincoln Tech. But I can say, if Bubble can say he graduated from Lincoln Tech, top his motherfucking class, I can say it too, because when Bubble was going to Lincoln Technical Institute, Bubba was bringing that textbook home. That motherfucker was this big. Lincoln Technical Institute, the textbook was this big. And Bubba ain't read a motherfucking word in it. I don't even think Bubba ever even opened it up. Matter of fact, I don't even think Bubba ever touched that book other than to take it from the teacher and bring that motherfucker to me. That's right. That's right. Now, Bubba hands on the car. At the school, hands on the car, hands on the wrenches, hands on the screwdriver. Yeah, that's like grief monkey. That's not racist. He, I mean, that's the word. I don't know if it was racist, if that came from some racist shit. But anyway, I, I'm black. I can say it. Grief monkey. So at school, the hands on, bubble, get it. Get it. Talking bubble know how to talk about cars. They say, bubble, what happens when the carburetor hits the numerator on a decatur rater or whatever? Bubble can tell you. The carburetor hit the numerator on the radiator, then the radiator popped up, hit the other thing, and then you got to put this thing in, you put the bolt in, you put it up there, and it's, it's just like if you put something up your ass, you put it in here, you put it in, you turn it. You know how to turn it. You know, he can talk the shit too, so he can give verbal presentations. When they ask him about the motherfucking homework, all they got to do is ask him the right question. Bubble know the motherfucking answer. You know what I mean? When they, you know, when they give him the test, he know the fucking answer because they, 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 they had it verbalized. It was verbalized. And Bubble can, can verbalize it. And Bubble can do it. But when they sent them paperwork home, and reading and writing capabilities home, yeah, I did that shit. Anything Bubble had to turn in, it had to be on paper. Bubble did not do. Bubble said, here, son. Here, son, the motherfucker told me to do page three. Page three. I wrote that shit out. Did that shit on nicey, nice, neat handwriting and everything. Turned that shit in. I had good handwriting. I had neat handwriting. I turned it in. I made it proper. That turned that shit in. Bubble getting that. He come on, hon. Hey, hon. Hey, hon. Got another honey. I got another hundred. Look at this, honey. I got another hundred on my homework. Mm-hmm. Got another hundred. Teacher said, this is the best homework. All the answers right. He's telling mama. She's celebrating. Oh, go ahead, Bubba. I know you can do it, honey. Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Kiss me. Where my fucking kiss at? 
Mom, you didn't kiss me. But well, at least you could give me a five star or something. I did your motherfucking up. I, I did that. I didn't even get a pat on the back and add a boy a way to go, son. Nothing. Nothing. I'm just getting all the motherfucking credit. The things that my listen, listen, in my mama's house right now. In my mom and daddy's house right now, there's a thing hanging up. That's William inside. Got his Lincoln Tech fucking AFC Lincoln Tech graduate top class diploma thing posted up, framed all that posted on her wall. I've graduated from high school. I've got uh, a certificate of completion of my military service. I've got all kinds of degrees. I got a um, uh, uh, thing from my graduating from my apprenticeship in power driving. Okay, I've got a, 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 a computer programming degree from the Chubb Institute. Back when the Chubb Institute gave a computer programming degree, so I went to that school, got that motherfucker. I got all kinds of degrees, paperwork, plaques, all kinds of shit, right? And, and at the time that I was getting all this shit, I was storing shit at my mama's house because Papa was a rolling stone. Not my papa, me. I was rolling. I was in them streets. Rolling, 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 rolling. I was in them streets. I ain't had no permanent address. Permanent address. Papa? No. I was in the army. <coughs> I was in the army, so I was living wherever Uncle Sam was making me live. Wherever Uncle Sam was saying go, that's where I was going. When I came back, to Philadelphia, I was there at the funeral home with Conrad, my brother. At the funeral home, we was at the funeral home. Or maybe I was up southwest with my sister Sandra's, you know, sleeping on top, just up that bitch. Well, actually, no, I shared a room with my niece, but she was five, so I don't want She was not even five. Not even five. Yeah, I was sharing a room with my baby niece, and I don't want to say that because baby niece shouldn't be sharing a room with a grown man, but I ain't no motherfucking perfect, so I, it was cool. My sister knew the deal with me, so it was cool. But um, yeah, that. Oh, I went up up at Darby and tried to be a suburban with my brother and that just, whew, that turned out bad. You know what I'm saying? But I had all these places to live. I was kind of bouncy wouncy, bouncy wouncy. <clears throat> so everything that I own that I value was stored at my mom's house. All my diplomas, all my degrees, all my plaques, everything that I own was always stored at my mom's house. She hung none of my shit up. They ain't a diploma, they ain't a plaque, they ain't a nothing hung up. That says, hey, son, you did a good job. You know, and I got sister too. My little sister graduated from high school too. She, she went to college. She got some degrees and shit. My mama hung none of that shit up there. But Bubble Lincoln Tech shit hung right up. William just presented all nicely nice and shit. He should have an asterisk on that shit. There should be an asterisk on that shit that says anti-Rome. I mean, anti-Rome, because I did it too. I did it too. But I digress on that. Now, what I will say. What I will say is, um, I gotta take another drink first. That's like I'm gonna just kill this right now. Y'all mind? I'm gonna just kill this right now. I'm gonna just kill it. Get all the drinking out of the way. <coughs> it was a little more than I wanted to kill. <coughs> Shit! Whoa! I thought I was gonna kill that drink. I almost killed my fucking self. What the? Shit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anywho, any boo, any boo. <clears throat> let me get back. Let me get back to my square page. My daddy. Um, well, my grandpa. Let's talk my grandpa. So my grandpa down south was a mechanic. That was his uh where he earned his living, I guess, his, his choice of trade. I don't know. I never heard of my granddaddy having a job. 
I just heard of him being a mechanic fixing cars, whatever. So my daddy fixed cars and, and ever since I've known him, he fixed cars and then that man can fix a motherfucking car. He can take a car from the bumper to the brake lights. Everything about that motherfucking fixing. And I mean, it's just, if he take it apart, he kind of like knows how to put it back together. I can't explain to you. Now, now, he was doing this at a time. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have Google. We didn't have YouTube. You know, there wasn't no videos and nothing. You couldn't look it up. You didn't ask nobody how to fucking do it. My dad had no one to ask how to fucking do it because he was fixing cars on the street because he couldn't keep a job at the auto shop. You know, we'll talk about that later. But my dad was fixing cars on the street and, and, and couldn't ask nobody how to fucking do it. And I mean, he was putting in transmissions on the street. My dad was pulling out complete engines in front of my mama's house on the street. Anything you need done to a car without a lift, without anything, my dad was doing that shit on the street. My dad was putting cardboard on the ground and laying on his motherfucking back and, and, and fixing cars out in the street. And uh, now, now, he don't do too much now because he, he, his knee hurt. My motherfucking knee hurt. I ain't getting on that motherfucking ground. And the motherfucking court outside. And this motherfucker going to come here in the middle of the winter time. Knowing my motherfucking knee hurt. I just told him my motherfucking knee hurt. He going to come here and come into when he wants some motherfucking breaks. Want me to bend down. Daddy going to do the breaks. No, I ain't going to do no breaks. I'm 40 fucking hours. I need to do 40 fucking hours. I ain't 40 fucking hours. I ain't even going to buy my damn lot of I ain't doing no motherfucking breaks. And then five minutes later, like like on SpongeBob, five minutes later, you know, eight times. Listen, man, I'm gonna do the motherfucking breaks. Can you can you break the love for me? At least can you at least break the love for me. My back, my back is hurting. I don't want to break the love. So so now he's old as fuck now. Not even that old. He's like he ain't even seventy yet. But he he's getting up. He's almost seventy, and he's like not wanting to do it, but still just doing it. I don't even know why. I guess it's just like in his blood. Like he he wants to do it. Plus, my dad is in heart. In his heart, he wants to help people. So when people got their car fucked up, my dad in his heart, he wants to help. In his mouth, he don't fuck you. But in his heart, inside his body, he wants to help you. So it's like out of his mouth, like fucking this motherfucker, this motherfucker here, motherfucker. But come on here, bring the motherfucking car. God damn it. You know what I mean? That's how he talks. But he tell you, he still tell you bring the car. So all you gotta do if you call my daddy, you need your car fixed. All you gotta do is just get past the cussing. Get past the cussing. And get to the point where he said, just bring the motherfucking car. And then you just bring the car. And if he tell you 50 motherfucking dollars, don't come with 35 motherfucking dollars. He gonna take 35. Don't play my daddy like that. Like, stop doing that shit. If that motherfucker say 50 on the phone, bring 50, bitch. You know what I mean? Stop doing that shit. Because next time, next time somebody comes short and I gotta cover it, I'm gonna fuck you up. That's right. Next time you come get your car fixed by bubble and you short, you... You're going to see me about it. Because I'm tired of that shit. Y'all taking advantage. Y'all taking this kindness for weakness. Because it is. Because it is. That's probably the only weakness that man got is he's too motherfucking nice to people. Inside. On the outside, he nasty shit. But inside, he's nice. He's got a nice heart in there. That's ticking still. But uh, back to what I'm saying is that it, now in his old age, he don't got time to fuck around. See, before he can get on that ground, get in the car, look at shit, figure it out, fuck around, take some things apart. Okay, this how you do it. This way. But now he don't got time to fuck around. But he still is illiterate. You know what I mean? He still can't really read. He still can't really comprehend shit. He don't know how the fucking computers work, the internet, the phone, none of that shit. He don't know how none of that shit works. So he coming in, Tyrone, Google this shit. Google's. 
He don't even know how to say Google. I think he'd be saying something other. Google, you gonna Google it? I don't even understand. You gonna Google it? You gonna Google the shit for me? Come on, Tyrone, I need you to Google the shit. Google it. Get on the Google. Get on the. You know, he, he got the movement there. Get on the Google. Get on the Google. Google the shit. So he gonna tell me to Google the shit? And he got that. A 19. No, no, no. Not 19. What the fuck, 19? 2010. Mercury. Um, what that word? What that word? He don't even know. He don't even know how to read the name on the cars no more because they now they they extravagant names before. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, what he know. He know Camaro. He know like uh, Malibu. He know those names. But now they got the new game. Like, what that shit? Then arcade. The arcade game. Arcade. The booty. Yo, the GMC arcade. What's that? And I'm like arcade. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. 2010 arcade motherfucker all-wheel drive fucking fixable VPN. He gave me all the coordinates and everything. And then all the names, whatever the fuck he give me. Then he said, and I gotta change the radiator. Tell me how to change the radiator. I moved radiator and I played a video. Then I and then I pull it up and it says, Dad, you gotta, you know, I think up the like the, the words. I'm like, Dad, it said you gotta remove this pen, this pen. I mean, find a motherfucking video, boy. Find a video. Son, what the fuck is you doing? Find a video. Find a video. And then I find a video showing the video. All right. And, I, and, then, then, and the funny part is, the real funny part is my dad only got to watch like two minutes in the video. He don't even want to watch the whole video. He just needs a certain thing that he's got to see. And once he sees, he knows what to do. So he goes in. I put the video on. Two minutes. They all right, turn that motherfucker off. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? I'm good, motherfucker. I said, I'm good. Don't turn that motherfucker off. Don't you got somewhere to go? Get the fuck out of my face. Don't you got somewhere to go? Where one of your booze at? Like, he be talking. Just be like, damn, I just Googled it. You know what I mean? I just Googled it, and you want to talk. So who the fuck? That's him. That's him. So, that, so, so now he's using Google, but before he didn't use nothing. He was fucking up. I give you a prime example. Give you a prime example, right? It was this dude that was in our neighborhood, lived in our neighborhood. He was a little bit older than me, like maybe like a year or two older than me, right? And uh, I'm coming from school one day, and he walked right up to me. He goes, Yo, man, you better get your motherfucking dad. What, what, what? He said, yeah, man, you better get your motherfucking dad, man. I'm telling you right now, you better get your dad. So I go, hold on, hold on. Slow, slow your roll, homie. I will beat you the fuck up myself. You know what I mean? Like, you can't beat me. You know it. So... If you can't beat me, what the fuck is you doing telling me to get my daddy? Like, I'll beat you the fuck up. You got a problem with my daddy, you got a problem with me. I will beat you the fuck up. That's number one. Number two, if I can beat your ass, don't tell me to get the man that beat my ass. Back then, my daddy was still strong, still spry. Still, my daddy was still my ass when I tried to get him. Ain't no getting my daddy. What the fuck? I can get him now. But back then, ain't no one, ain't no, you know, who the fuck you talking to get my dad? The fuck you mean? goes, I told him to fix my car, and you should see this shit, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hype. And I was like, listen, bro, shut the fuck up with that bullshit. And I see what's going on, but don't don't tell me to get my daddy, bro, because I'll beat your ass. Like, don't, don't play with me, right? So we get back to the block. I get on the block, and I see my man's car, dude. It's wires. It's bolts, nuts, bolts, wires, fucking door handles. It's all kinds of shit. On the ground, just everywhere, just all over the ground. I look in the car, the shit ain't got nothing in it. No seat. No dashboard. It's just like a steering wheel and nothing. It's just like completely empty in that motherfucker, like stripped up. Like that's just wild, some wild shit going. I said, Dad, what the fuck has happened? 
and my dad said, oh, yeah, he wanted me to change the mic, but the wiring is fucked up. And then, and then I tried to find out where the wiring was fucked up at, and I had to rewire the whole thing, and I had to take the dashboard out, and blah, 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 and then everything's on the ground. And there was no Google at that time, you know what I mean? So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm with him, man. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We're going to have to get this motherfucker. you going to come help me, though. You know what I mean? you going to come help me. I agree with you. This motherfucker need to be got because your car is fucked up. And I don't know what's going to happen. But you better come over here and help me. If I'm not getting this motherfucker by myself, it's your call. Come over here. We're going to get him. So he comes over there and says, well, what the fuck is that now? I got to be a spokesperson because you ain't going to talk to my I'm not, You're not about to talk to my dad greasy. Like, I'm a spokesperson. But but you got to be here just in case if he get froggy, we both got to leap on his ass. We both. It is got to be two of us. Just the two of us. We can whip them if we try, just the two of us. You know what I mean? So it was two of us, and we had to go get my daddy, right? And um, so we get over there, and I said, Dad, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, look at this shit, man. This, this is wild, but And I said, Dad, you, you, what are you doing? Can you, can you, can you fix this? He said, it's already fixed, son. It's already fixed. I'm looking. And he looking at me, and I'm looking at him. He looking at my daddy. We all just looking, looking, looking at each other. And I'm like, the fuck? Already fixed. This looks terrible. Can he drive it? My dad go, I already fixed the wire and everything's fixed. I just gotta fucking put everything back and he'd be done and I'll be done now. In one hour, you gonna fix it. By yourself. So I was like, that ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way. He looking at me, I'm looking at my dad saying, yo, man, listen, man. Look, you go behind him. I'm gonna sneak this motherfucker. We're gonna beat his ass. Cause ain't no way. We're gonna beat his ass. Ain't no way, bro. My dad said, I said, Dad, are you sure? Are you sure you can fix these? I'll take it apart, then, my motherfucker. You take it apart, you can put it back. All right, cool. All right, cool. Whatever. I said, yo, he said one hour. Give him one hour. So we go away. Come back 45 minutes later. My dad goes, here the motherfucking keys. Take them keys over to that motherfucker. I don't even want to talk to him. Just take them keys over. Give him his motherfucking keys. Tell him to go ahead on. I said, Dad, is it, is it, is it cool? I said, yeah, motherfucker, cool. Tell him to go ahead on, man. Take the motherfucking keys over there. Tell him I said, thanks a lot. Then go ahead on, man. Take the motherfucking car. Looks in the car. That motherfucker got the seats back. The dashboard is in. Everything. That shit looking brand new. I sniff it. Damn. Shit smell like you painted. Take the shit out. Uh, shit was looking brand new. I get that motherfucker the keys he got in that car. Took off. Motherfucker came back. Hey, bye. the shit out there. I told you, motherfucker. I told you I know what to do. Don't you, don't you ever try to play with me. God damn. God damn. And that brings me to the point where I said, my dad had his shit right. He could have worked in auto shops and, and stuff. But he had regular jobs. He was pressing suits and, and, and just going to work and doing anything at work, like whatever job he can get. But he should have been a, a, a mechanic in the shop, but he couldn't be a mechanic in the shop because this motherfucker had drug and alcohol issues. Yep, my daddy had drug and alcohol issues. And as a child, you don't understand when your parents had drug and alcohol issues. Like, as a child, I didn't know my daddy was drunk. As a child, I didn't know that my daddy was smoking that shit. I didn't know my daddy was smoking that shit. Here's the crazy part. I didn't know my daddy was smoking that shit so bad that I thought that my daddy's behavior was normal grown man behavior. I thought that all daddies had this behavior. I said, oh, oh, daddies don't have to do dishes. Daddies don't have to do laundry. Daddies don't have to take mommies and kids to the market. Daddies don't have to play with you. 
Daddies don't have to do none of the daddy stuff. If the daddy goes to work and makes money, daddy gets to come home and daddy gets completely off on the weekends. From Friday to Sunday, daddy gets to leave and go away, come back. I thought that that's what normal dads do. I thought that to the point where I went to one of my friends' house and his dad was home on Saturday and I said, what the fuck? What the fuck? Your dad here? On Saturday night? He goes, yeah, why wouldn't my daddy be here on Saturday night? I said, your daddy don't take the daddy vacation? He said, what are you talking about? I said, I don't think I ever seen my daddy on Saturday night. This is crazy. But I know. I didn't know that my daddy was smoking crack on Saturday nights. And that wasn't what he was supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? I didn't know that I had to wear bobos because my daddy was spending the family money on crack. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. I was like, damn, we poor shit. Like, we poor motherfuckers. My mom is working two jobs, and my daddy goes to work. We still don't got enough money for me to at least get some motherfucking Pumas. Like, I can't get the Pumas now. I know we ain't got Nike money. I know we don't got Adidas money. I, hell, I even know we don't got Feline money. But Pumas is literally like $25. I can't get a pair of Pumas. I got to get these Olympians. I got to get these XJ 900s. My sneaker budget is $14.99. Like, damn, Ronald Reagan, you fucking ass up. Yeah, I mean, I blame it on the white people because that's what my daddy said. We're going to get to that too. My daddy's a little racist, but we're going to get to that too. But I blamed it on the white people. I blamed it on Ronald Reagan. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But I didn't know my dad was smoking up the, 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 the money and shit. I didn't know that my dad could have been an auto mechanic and an auto mechanic shop. I thought all auto mechanics fixed cars on the street. I didn't know they had shops that you could go to and get it professionally fixed by a professional. And then my daddy had all those AFTs and all those degrees, and he's fucking, fucking pulling transmissions out underneath cars on the ground on cardboard in the street. But that's because my daddy couldn't go to work. Couldn't go to work because when you smoke crack, you can't show up on Monday mornings for an auto mechanic job. He was showing up for his regular little little jobs because they was like, you know what, you don't show up. They was giving him lateness and stuff like that. But the auto mechanic shops, they they kind of like under the table, kind of like not on the books a little bit, whatever. So when he, my daddy was late, he was like, get the fuck out of here, bubble. Don't even come in. Just go home. Just fuck you. So my daddy knew like he could get fired working a, a, at the auto mechanic shop, like lose money. But and, and he knew there was real consequences at his real job. Like he could get fired, lose his real job, lose, you know, his real paycheck. But at the auto mechanic shop, he didn't give a fuck what the fuck they gonna do. Fuck they gonna do. I got I don't need this job. It's under the table any motherfucking way. And I get I need a regular job. I can go back and get get a regular motherfucking job. Fuck them. I don't care. I don't even need money. You know what I'm saying cut my wife. My wife got it. And this is crazy. Five motherfucking kids. That, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, let's just be clear, right? We, that, that my family dynamic was so motherfucking fucked up. You know, and, and I'm supposed to be angry, but I'm not because I love my daddy, but this is some angry fucked up, fucked up, fucked up shit. Like, fucked up, fucked up shit. Like, shit, that's what I mean. Like, I don't even understand it. Like, my daddy had four motherfucking kids of his own. Then my mom just kept adopting. It was always kids. And my mom said, come on. You know what I mean? Come on, come get a plate. Come on, come spend the night. Come on, come live here. Come on. This is my other son. My mom got another son. I love my brother to death. At that time, this motherfucker. And he was eating. 
This motherfucker. And then, 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 then Sister Lev is dead. Can I have some more? My mom, get him some more. Mom, I want some more motherfucking spaghetti. Oh, ain't no more. Ain't no more spaghetti. You gave it to that motherfucker. Ain't no more spaghetti. Now, we race. Me and my little brother used to race to eat because I knew that I wanted some more motherfucking spaghetti. And I knew he wanted some more motherfucking spaghetti. But he was going to get the ass before me because my dad didn't play that. Like, I can't ask for more spaghetti if I still got spaghetti on my fucking plate. Like, dad, can I have some more spaghetti? No, motherfucker, you ain't finished your spaghetti. And this my brother over here looking at Sister Levinson, can I have some more spaghetti? And my dad give him the spoon spaghetti. My dad, what the fuck? Now I go, dad, it ain't even enough spaghetti for you, my dad. As long as the kids eat, I don't care. Y'all eat. As long as y'all eat, y'all eat. If he didn't care about eating, all he cared about was crack. <laughs> my dad said, fuck that food, man. If I ain't get no dinner tonight, I go get me some crack. Fuck it. <laughs> you know but you know, we ain't know. But my mom, you know, so I got another brother. That ain't my brother, but he's my brother because he lived in our house, been in our house, stayed in our house, ate all of our fucking food. And I, I love him to death. I rock with him. That's my brother. I mean, ain't no thing. But and, and then my mom was bringing in other kids. Always kids in our house. My mom said, oh, I'm babysitting now. So we had Omar and Zakia. They was there. My mom was babysitting. I don't know how much she was getting paid, but I know it wasn't a lot because I still wasn't wearing no motherfucking Nikes. I still was going to middle school with Bobos. Fucking Bobos on. So I'm like, mom, you bringing these kids in here. These kids is in here. They eating. They playing my, my, my Nintendo. These kids are playing my Nintendo, eating up in my house. And you and you fucking, I'm still wearing Bobos and shit. You know what I mean? And then, then my uncle got some trouble and his whole family moved. And he moved the whole family in my house. My uncle, his wife, his son, his daughter moved in our house. And his daughter was cool because she was cute. And she wasn't his biological daughter, which means she wasn't my real cousin. And we hugged. I like to hugged a bunch of guys. <laughs> not, not real. We didn't have sex. We was children. We didn't have like sex, but we dry humped a whole bunch of times. Hey, if I'm gonna talk about my daddy, I can talk about me. I dry humped my cousin. That's not really my cousin. So whatever. She was fine. She was fine. Like if if she would have stuck around when we got grown, I probably would have tried to date her. It would have been frowned upon, but it wouldn't have been. Yeah, I mean that fucked up. And she ain't my real daddy. Anyway, I don't even give a fuck for real. That's how fine she was. She, she let me hump her a couple of times when he was kids. But that's not what we're talking about. I'm just saying, my daddy moved his brother and his brother's wife and his, and his brother's son and his brother's daughters into our house. And I found out later that his brother had uh, moved into our home because he was a murderer. He had um, committed a, a murder. And he was someone wanting to run from the police and he moved in with us. Because what that motherfucker could not do. That's what he cannot do. He cannot go to work. He cannot go to work because the police was looking for him. So he didn't have no job. Why? Not working. Two little kids. He ain't working. No job. Not bringing no motherfucking money in, but in here eating. In here eating. And my mom said, oh, well, just help out around the house. Told my brother, told my uncle's wife to help out around the house. And this motherfucker made us spaghetti with ketchup. I'm going to make dinner tonight. Spaghetti with ketchup. Nah, nah, she didn't even buy no motherfucking spaghetti sauce. She put ketchup in the shit. Now, we was poor, but we ain't eating that. Like, we was poor, yeah, but we is not fucking eating that. I mean, and then my mom's brother stayed. We had a lot of family members that stayed in our house. My uncle, two daughters. 
day with us a whole lot of times, just, just living there, just coming in, just being in, just eating in. My mom doing the hair. My mom was doing hair too, doing hair. She was, listen, if you was a bald-headed bitch in the neighborhood, Linda got that hair right. She was putting in that dance, come back here. My sister was bald-headed, so my mom already knew how to, mm. I'm going to take that back. It's why I can talk about my daddy. I can't talk about my baby sister. So I'm going to just strike that last remark. But my mom was taking all the bald-headed girls from the neighborhood and putting their dimes, come back in there, rubbing it in, greasing their shit, washing it, braiding it up, planting it out. I was still wearing bobos. And I want to blame my mom. I want to be like, mom, why you helping all these kids? And you ain't giving us no motherfucking money. Like, this shit ain't working out. You know what I mean? I want to blame my mom, but the truth is, the truth is I blame my daddy because uh. Like I said, we wouldn't have been living there if he wasn't on crack. We wouldn't have been living in no West Philadelphia row home if my daddy wasn't smoking that shit. All the mechanics get paid a lot. What my daddy was getting paid $50 for, they was getting like $250 for the shop. Okay. My daddy was putting in whole transmissions, thousands of dollars worth of work. He was getting like $500. You know what I'm saying? So, so and, and you know what? My mom had A1 credit. In some kind of way, she would have figured out how to buy my daddy his own shop if this nigga would have just did right. This nigga would have just put down the drugs and the alcohol. He probably would have had his own shop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm wearing bobos, I blame my daddy. It's like, what the fuck, man? Crack was more important than your family, but you know, he had an issue. It was, you know, and I've dibbled and dabbled in some drugs myself. Not crack. I mean, but you know, drugs is drugs. I'm not gonna. I'm not judging. I'm not gonna be no motherfucking hypocrite, but damn, daddy, fucked our shit up. My mom working two jobs and I'm wearing bobos. My mom braiding hair, helping the bald headed bitches. We bringing in all kinds of people with living up in here, eating the spaghetti, brother, sister, all these cousins, everybody to fuck up in our house doing all kinds of shit. My daddy just leaving. Friday night, gone. Saturday morning, sleep. Maybe we got up and me and my daddy did watch wrestling on Saturday morning. That's one thing I can't say he did watch wrestling. After wrestling, all I gotta go fix the car somewhere. Don't come back see him. Ooh, Sunday morning, Sunday morning, and I'll be there. Show up Sunday morning with 40 motherfucking dollars. Got paid on Friday, bought up some pizza. Because my dad was good for that too. Oh, it's Friday night. What y'all want for dinner? That's when we got like cheesesteak, pizza, or something. And then my daddy be come home Sunday with 40 dollars in his motherfucking pocket. But but he was going to take 20 of that $40 and go to the supermarket and get some steak or some whatever. And he was going to make some, he was going to make macaroni and cheese. He was going to make us a good ass Sunday dinner because my dad could cook his black ass off. And he was going to make us a good ass Sunday dinner to make up for all the fuck ups and all the crack he smoked all week and losing all his money. Sunday dinner was bomb. Best dinner we ever had. And guess what? My little brother, he wasn't over our house on Sundays because his, his real mama didn't work on Sundays, so he stayed with her on Sundays. So he wasn't over the house eating our shit. And them cousins that was over there was like, yo, 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 this mac and cheese, bitch, I fuck you up. You get one spoon of mac and cheese, you have some seconds, bitch. Me and my sister's going to beat your ass for the mac and cheese on Sunday. That's all. This is my daddy's only contribution to our lives. We going to fuck you up for that. So they knew on Sundays they even stayed out of like, look, look, you can taste the mac and cheese, but you ain't getting another scoop, bitch. That's how it was. That's how it was. So Sunday, our favorite day with our daddy. I mean, now over the course of time, you start you start learning things. Like you start getting grown. And like I said, I start learning that my daddy ain't supposed to leave. And like I said, I start learning that my daddy can't help me with my fucking homework because he's dumb as fuck. Start learning things, start seeing things. And then it got to the point where it was like, there was a couple of times where I remember, like my mom had, had rolled us out. 
And I was like, why do we leave? What's going on, you know? And I didn't realize that they was arguing and fighting. My daddy was being verbally abusive. Not physically abusive too much. I never seen too much physical abuse, but there was some, some verbal abuse going on. And I was just like, oh, 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 man. You don't talk to my mama like that. But I put mom up and daddy did it. But it was fast. I can't. But you were fast too, mom. You know what I mean? It was like I wanted to defend my mom, but I'm mad at her because she just beat the shit out of me. It's like my daddy could be like, shut the fuck up. Put his hand up like that there. He ain't bring it down. He ain't bring it down. I ain't gonna he he put that motherfucker up. He, you better shut the fuck up like this. Like this. And you just be like, oh no, no, daddy. No, daddy. But he ain't bring it down. He ain't bring it down on it. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, I ain't never seen him bring it down. I seen him put that motherfucker up. And I seen him say, shut the fuck up, like. And you want to defend your mom as a son, the only son there, I'm like, mm, don't you do that to my mama. But at the same time, she just did that shit to me like an hour ago. Literally, just bust my lip. My lip is still busted, still bleeding. I would go for my mama, don't bring it down on my motherfucking ass. So a little bit, a little bit. I was like, a little bit, like, yeah, go ahead, daddy. Get it get just one time, you know, just once, just ah. But you know, but then he, he was good with kind of good with that. But then as I got older, I started dealing drugs. I started being involved in drugs, being around drugs, learning about drugs. And then I peeped that. I peeped my daddy. I saw the tweets. Like, oh, what's wrong with daddy? You know, I saw the tweets. I started noticing when he was tweaking and shit. You know what I mean? And then a couple of times, there were times when my mom knew where he was at. Like, they knew the crackhead house because if his uncle was a crackhead and he used to go to his uncle's house and it was a crackhead house. And we knew the crackhead house. My mom said, listen, listen, y'all got to go get your dad because there might be some kind of emergency or something going on or something. But sometimes my mom just wanted that motherfucker. Sometimes my mom just wanted my dad home. She said, can y'all please, can y'all please go get my dad? She would send my sister and I would go with my sister because I was supposed to be her backup. And I was, though, because even though the scared or not scared, fight or not fight. My sister got in something, I got in something too. Like, if she was fighting, I was fighting. And that was only because if, if she was fighting and I wasn't fighting, she gonna beat my ass when I get home. Her and my daddy both gonna beat the shit out of me when I get home because I didn't fight and they was fighting. I didn't protect my sister. So yeah, my mom knew the deal. So she sent me my sister and we'd go there and then we'd go to the house and it's stank. You know what I mean? You go in the crack house, it's stank. Open the door and it's stank. And everybody in there stank. And you can tell that everybody ain't gonna crack. And my sister didn't give a fuck, bro. At that point, when she knew that, found out that my daddy was actually on drugs, I think she felt the same way I felt. Like, motherfucker, I've been wearing bobos. I've been wearing bobos. So you can come over here and smoke crack with these dirty, stank, ugly motherfuckers. She didn't play that shit. He didn't, she didn't knock on the door like, hey, is my dad there? She didn't do that. He opened the door, stopped in like a big dog. Where the fuck is Bob? Who fuck Bubble at? I'm there. Where the, yeah, where the fuck is Bob? I'm there like this. Yeah, where the fuck is my daddy? Get my daddy, but I'm behind my sister. I'm like, get my daddy, bitch. You know what I mean? But my sister was like, where the fuck is Bubba at? And then one time, man, I didn't even know either. My uncle was on that shit I didn't know. I knew my uncle was a bum. I knew he was living with us. I knew he, yeah, he was a strange man, but I didn't know he was a crackhead, Joe. My sister said, where the fuck is Bubba in the house? My uncle come down the steps. And I'm like, oh, shit, no. No, not you. Don't you, Uncle Larry? You smart. You do computer shit. You taught me a whole bunch of things. You play video games with me. You play with me. You my favorite. You crafty. Damn. And my sister knew too. Yeah. Fuck you. He came there and talked to his Fuck you. I didn't ask for you. You ain't my fucking dad, bitch. Go get my daddy. And then my dad come down and steps to Come on, dad. Bring your ass to fuck home. Who the fuck you talking to? I know you ain't talking to me like that. I know you ain't talking to me like that. I'm just like, oh, shit, no. No, no, what's going on? 
but he had respect for my sister a little bit. They had like a, I don't know. It's still like that. Like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck, 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 fuck. Can you go to the store for me? Like, they still, I don't know. They got some weird shit. But still, that's how it was. And we had to bring my daddy back home. And now he home. He would come. He ain't never not come. He was a mommy need you in the house. He would never not come. He always came. But he ain't like that. And now we thought the family in his element. He had them, them eyes. He had them crack eyes. And I start to see them crack eyes. And I'm like, oh, shit, daddy. Hi, motherfucker. Now he in the house. Hi, he don't like it. He don't like it. He fucked up, but he got to be there. If something doesn't happen, the water pipes and bust, whatever, he got to be there. So it was it was kind of fucked up. But it was kind of fun. It was like, you know, we had our life experiences with our daddy. And it was kind of, it was cool. You know what I mean? Because it, it got to a point where we ain't really give a fuck. Right? Got to a point that we ain't really give a fuck. And then, you know, this is the funny thing. My mom used to protect the shit out of us. My mom used to protect the shit out of us. Like, she didn't want us to know that our daddy was a fucking crackhead, right? And at the same time, she didn't want to embarrass him. She didn't want to tell us what was going on with our dad for real. She didn't want to embarrass him. She didn't want to put him out there, but she knew that motherfucker was going to do it. She knew what was going on, but she was like, I'm going to just take care of my kids the best I can. And I'm going to just worry about me and worry about my children and 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 and, and not disrespect their daddy, right? And then she lost that shit. Once my mama lost it, it was all over. Once my mama lost it, it was all over. People used to call and they used to be like, hey, Linda, hey. This is how phone calls used to go. Hey, Linda, hey. It's Bubble there. No, he had the crack house, you know. You know what I mean? And it's just like, did she just, mom, what you, what? Is he not at the crack house? Oh, shit. It was like, oh, shit. And then it was like, this would be like this. Hey, Linda, uh, what bubble doing? Smoking crack. Yeah, he probably smoking crack right now. Oh my thing. Thing. She started thinking. Oh. She started thinking the thong. She started going at the crack. Bum 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 house. Bum 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 at the crack. Bum 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 house. And I used to be like, what the fuck, mom? Where bubble? Mom, where dad? Where my dad at? At the crack. Bum 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 house. He at the crack. Bum, 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 house. We started singing it. That shit was catchy. And people didn't care. And I, it, it, guess what? Guess what? Nobody cared that my daddy was on crack, not even in the neighborhood. We were both in the street at the crack, bum, 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 house. And they'd be like, who at the crack house? Mr. Bubble, my daddy. And those, and people used to just laugh. Oh, fuck out of here. We love Mr. Bubble. What? What? My man is smoking crack right now. Like, what? But that, Crackhead, I mean, it was like crack was it, it was a normal thing. It was like fuck it, everybody and their mom was a crackhead, right? But you know what the funny thing is, like people couldn't really talk shit about my daddy because he was there. Like I had a dad, like I knew that motherfucker. <laughs> like you know what I mean, and a lot of times people in the neighborhood used to be like, "Man, your dad fucked up. That's why your dad on crack." And I'm like, "Yeah, my dad is on crack, but where's your dad? Do you even know him? Have you met your dad before?" So why are you talking about my dad being in my mom's house with my mom cooking dinner right now on crack? You don't even know where your daddy is. You don't even know your daddy's name. Fuck. Who are you talking to? I got a daddy, bitch. You jealous. You jealous. This is hate. This is hate. You know what I mean? I was able to say that because my daddy was around. And you know what the funny part is? Like sometimes my sisters don't give my dad credit. You know what I mean? They always be talking shit about him and be hating on him and be mad about him. And I'd be like, yeah, but we had a dad. We had a dad in the neighborhood where a lot of motherfuckers did not have dads. 
We had a dad in the neighborhood where motherfuckers had dads, and we saw their dads get up and leave on a Friday night and never come back. Our daddy left on Friday night, but we saw him on Saturday mornings. Our dad left on Saturday afternoons. We saw him on Sunday mornings. We got Sunday dinner. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of people that dads left. We never saw him again. What happened to Mr. Ryan? You know what I mean? We used to be like, what happened to Mr. Ryan? Never seen that motherfucker again. What happened to Mr. Tony? Remember Mr. Tony? Yeah, wasn't that such and such dad? Maybe. He said that. And my dad know everybody business. I said that. What happened to Mr. Tony? Wasn't that such and such dad? Yeah, that motherfucker said that wasn't his baby. It wasn't none of him kids. That's why he ain't never come back. That wasn't none of him kids. He said that bitch was fucking everybody. Too. Fucking the whole neighborhood, Tyrone. Fucking the whole neighborhood. So now, that wasn't none of him kids. He said, fuck me, ain't coming back. Plus me on that shit. And my dad would talk. You know what's great thing? My dad would talk shit about other people being on crack. All the time, look at that motherfucker over there. He on that shit. That motherfucker over there all fucked up on that shit. Don't, hey, hey, motherfucker, stay over there. Don't you come over here with that shit. We don't do that shit over here. Yeah, the fuck you do, bubble. You do do that shit. You was just with him. You know he on that shit because you smoked that shit with him. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, my man? Like, what the fuck is you talking about? For real, bubbles, we doing this. You know what I'm saying? So that was my daddy. Like, it was crazy, right? And then, you know. It's weird because, like, all of the kids got grown. We all went on with our own lives. We all moved out. And then this motherfucker goes and gets cleaned up. Goes to rehab and, and goes and gets cleaned up. Now, he ain't going to never stop drinking. This motherfucker's drunk. He's drinking like a motherfucker, but he ain't smoking no crack. He goes and gets cleaned up. And I said, Daddy, what the why are you cleaned up now? I'm done with that shit, man. I can't be smoking no crack no more, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, 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 and you don't want to smoke no more crack now that your kids are grown? You didn't think about quitting smoking crack when we was kids. You didn't think about quitting smoking crack when I was asking you for Nike. You didn't think about quitting smoking crack when I was wearing fucking ball bones? You're going to start smoking crack now when I'm grown and nobody gives a fuck if you smoke crack. You want to start smoking crack now when my mom does not care if you leave or not? You know what I mean? It's like, damn, you picked a fine opportune time to say you're going to get cleaned up. Now you clean and you can't even go to work. You can't even get a job. You clean now and your kids don't even ask you for money. We do. We still do. You know what I'm saying? You clean now. Nobody cares about you paying motherfucking bills. It's like, that's wild, bro. You wild for that. You wilding. I mean, but he is my dad. He is my dad. And, you know, he, he did teach me how to fight. He did tell me not to be no bitch. He did, like, try to protect us sometimes if he wasn't, like, mad at us, you know. Sometimes he let us fight on our own, get a little fucked up because he was mad at us. He called himself having a little attitude. You know what I mean? I'm eating my dinner. I'm outside getting rolled on my dad. Like, I'm eating my dinner. You know what I mean? If it's shit like that, he had them occasions. But for the most part, he taught me how to fight. For the most part, he told me not to be no bitch. For the most part, he tried to raise me as a man. You know what I'm saying? You know, he tried. He tried. He was a little homophobic too. I'm telling you, my dad was homophobic, right? So, so my mom's brother was gay. And um, my dad's a little homophobic, but he grew up in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 60s, in the South, you know, black kid. So, you know, he, like gays was frowned upon, white people was hated. You know what I mean? It was a lot of things that made my dad a little racist, a little homophobic, a little this, a little that. But um, so my uncle was gay as fuck. And uh, my dad knew he was gay, but he was loud in our house. My dad was homophobic, like, don't be the motherfucking house. Like, he was, like, homophobic, like, look, watch that motherfucker. That motherfucker better not touch my son. That motherfucker better not touch me. You know what I mean? He was a little weary of that. But anyway, and he didn't like my mom's brother because my mom's brother was sassy a little bit. And my mom's brother was a bitch. 
and I don't mean bitch in the term like a scared nigga. I mean bitch like 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 a woman bitch, like a real bitchy motherfucker. Like we'll talk some shit. And he was talking, he was sassing my mom one day on the phone. My mom was like, hello, Philip. And he was like, yeah, now hear what he's saying. Then I heard bitch. And he said, bitch. My daddy was like that. My daddy said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck that motherfucker say to you? My mom said, he didn't say nothing, Bubba. What you talking about? My daddy said, oh no, no, no. That nigga called you a bitch. I heard, I heard him say bitch. And I, I said, no, he did not call me a bitch. And he my dad said, bitch, you gonna lie? Bitch, if you gonna lie about that motherfucker calling you a bitch, don't know. He was basically like, if anybody gonna call you a bitch, it's gonna be me. And you know, I could tell that he was mad that he don't get to call her a bitch. He was mad. He was legit mad. And I think he was really mad because he can't call her a bitch. He, like, can't do it. He never did it. He was like, that with respect. So it's like, if I can't call you a bitch, nobody can call you a bitch. Like, so, so he was like, come on, Tyrone. What the fuck? Where's we going? Oh no, he called your mama a bitch. We're gonna handle this motherfucker. And I'm with my dad. I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're gonna handle this motherfucker. Everybody took me. Sister took me to handle motherfuckers. Dad took me to handle motherfuckers. My little brothers took me to handle motherfuckers. Like I was the motherfucking handle. You know what I mean? Like we gonna do like everybody knew I was trying to die. Everybody knew I was loyal. I'm not to die. I'm gonna fight. We fight, we fight. That's it. Everybody know this nigga will get down with you in them trenches. I will. We will get fucked up. We can go home and laugh about it, think about it, talk about it, whatever. But you know, I handle my business in the trenches, right? So we get to my uncle's house. His boyfriend answered the door. Yeah, what do you want, Bobble? And I answered the door. What do you want, Bobble? My dad. Motherfucker, I don't want you. Where the fuck is Philip at? That's who I want. Where the fuck is Philip at? Call my wife a bitch. Where the fuck you at? Tell him to get his fucking gay ass. The fuck faggot ass. Fucking the fuck out here. Right motherfucker now. Call my wife a bitch. That's how my dad was. And, and his good boyfriend said, Philip ain't even here. And my dad said, all right, cool. So my dad goes, like, puts his hands on him, like, like moves him, and goes to go walk into the apartment. So, 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 my, dad, so my uncle boyfriend goes, what are you doing? Oh, so me and my son coming in, we're gonna sit, we gonna sit on this couch, we're gonna wait. So the boss said, No, you not, Bubble. You ain't coming to fuck up in here. And he got all sassy like this. No, you not, Bubble. You ain't coming to fuck up in here. I ain't even see it. I ain't even see it. It was like my dad was a splash and he speed blitzed him. It was just oh, I just heard it. I just heard it. I was just like, what the fuck? And then this man was on the floor and he was like, Raining, raining like a bitch. And my dad just, just walked, come on, son, walked right past this motherfucker on the floor, sat down on the couch, picked the remote up, turned the motherfucker there. I said, oh shit. So we sat there about an hour. Sat there for about an hour. My dad said, come on now, I know what time this motherfucker off. He should have been home. Fuck you, do. My dad like, did you call that motherfucker? Told him I was here. And then and his boyfriend's in the corner. He's shivering. He like that. Shaking, like having convulsions. My dad said, did you tell that motherfucker I was here? No, no, I ain't done shit. Then, my uncle comes crawling out from underneath the kitchen cabinets where the thing is, where the water go, he's in there by holding on to a pipe. He comes, he, he, you see him, the door opens up and he kicks the door open and he, he's in there holding on to the fucking water pipes under the kitchen sink. And he said, you know what, fuck it, Bob, I'm here. I'm here, motherfucker. I'm here. 
And yeah, I called her a bitch. And I said, oh shit. So I turned my head. I turned my head and I thought my dad was gonna fuck my My dad just fucked my grandma. Family on the wall. Don't you ever. Don't you ever in your life call my wife a bitch again. You got that motherfucker. Take you, I kill you. I kill you. And then, and then he kind of like, and he was like, all right, Bubba, all right, Bubba, I ain't gonna do it again. You, know, you fucking ain't right, you not. Because I'm fucking up. I gotta come back here, motherfucker. Woo! I'm up there. I'm going, well, man, I ain't gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. You, my wife, brother, I love you, Philip. I love you. I love you. You, my wife, brother. You call my wife a bitch again. I'll take you out. I love you. I love you to death. I'll take your faggot ass. I'm just like, what? And don't get on me for faggot ass. Like, that's how my dad talked. Faggot was the thing you call old people back then. He won't, he won't say that now. He understands. I understand. But I'm just, that's how we talk back then. But anyway, so he lets him go. And then he goes, oh, man. And his boyfriend, who the real man is, oh, you ain't slap him. I'll slap you again. I don't love you, motherfucker. I love him. He love you. He the one fucking in your butt. Poot you in the butt. That's what my dad said. Poot you in the butt. I said, what the fuck, dad? Yeah, he the one like you. He the one pooped you in the butt. I don't poop you in the butt. He pooped you in the butt. Now they pooped you in the butt. And, oh shit, this man is wild. He said, "I don't love you. I ain't the one who pooped you in the butt. He pooped you in the butt." I said, "Yo, this nigga wild as shit, bro. She wild." So that's his homophobia, right? And he, he also was scared. He also was scared of other men. Like, cause my mama was kind of pretty. Like, my mama was pretty back in the day. I'm not saying that she ugly now. She's just old. She's an old lady. I mean, I, my mom's still pretty, but she's an old lady. She ain't got no teeth. She's kind of small. She kind of, she don't look like she used to look. You know what I mean? She just, but it's old age. But back in the day, day, my mom was all right. My dad knew it. My dad knew he was out of, you know, he was ugly. So he knew that she was out of his league and he wasn't gonna let no other motherfucker get her. Like, one time our gas meter broke <clears throat> in our house, right? And the gas company sent a man out to fix it, but you had to find somebody there to let him in. And my mom said, oh, the gas man coming on Tuesday. Said, mom, let him know the fuck he ain't. That motherfucker not coming here on Tuesday. Who gonna be? I'm gonna be at work on Tuesday. Who the fuck gonna be in here on Tuesday for that let that motherfucker in? My mom goes, I'll be here. No, the fuck he ain't. No man gonna come in my motherfucking house with my wife while I'm at work. That ain't gonna happen no motherfucking way. And my mom said, they gotta fix the thing. Mama, if they don't fix the thing, they gonna cut our fucking gas off if they don't fix the thing. My dad, fuck, fuck, they not fix the shit up in here. If he can't come here on Saturday when I'm here to fix the thing, and then and then he can come on Saturday. They scheduled Saturday. The motherfucker, you ain't home on Saturday. You at the crack. So that motherfucker can't come in on Saturday. He come back on Tuesday. My mom said, I can't let you in. My husband and which came here. I'm gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna fuck you up. He's going to get into that gas company, and he's going to be like, who the fuck is in my house on Tuesday with my wife? He's going to fuck you up. So you can't come in here. So guess what? The gas company turns our motherfucking gas off because it was an uh, emergency hazard thing. Our meter was broke, so gas could have been in the house. They didn't want to blow up. They didn't want to blow up the neighborhood. We didn't die. So they cut our motherfucking gas off. So we didn't have gas. And us not having gas led to so many motherfucking problems. Like, we had space heaters, and one of the space heaters was on my sister's bed and caught her bed on fire. My sister's bed going on fire. She was sleeping in the bed. The bed was on fire and engulfing in flames. But my sister was, um, um, she was cool with it because she already knows she's going to hell. She grew up already prepared to go to hell. <laughs> she said, that shit wasn't hot to her. I don't know because she was laying in the bed of flames and she was still sleeping. I'm like, <laughs> so I think she was just preparing herself for her future. <laughs> but yeah, my sister's bed was set on fire. 
we had a kerosene heater get knocked over in the living room, flamed up. We put it out, but it was a kerosene heater almost burned our house completely down. We had to, I um, had to uh, heat clothes up on our electric stove. Some of the clothes touched the electric stove, caught some clothes on fire. You know what I'm saying? It was like three fires in the house due to us not having gas. Uh, one thing, we had to heat water up on our electric stove and take pots of hot water up and dump them into the bathtub so we could take baths. Needless to say, I fell down steps one of those pots of water and Face one in the pot, water was bubbling, bubbling, bubbling up on my face. Phantom of the Opera shit. My mama got the shit back though. See, my skin ain't, you can't tell. But I was Phantom of the Opera. I had fucking one side, fucking white, upside black, like nasty fucking skin all fucking ugly. Burnt. Whole face burnt. Yep. All that stem from my dad just not wanting to let the motherfucking gas me in there. Scheduling on his crack day. He scheduled the gas me in to come on his crack day. But my daddy had a lot of fucking issues, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and um a lot of fucking things happened, but you know what? You know what? I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for my daddy. And I wouldn't have been fighting if it wasn't for my daddy. I wouldn't a lot of things happened because I had a dad there. So I'm just saying, like, this is an appreciation, you know what I mean? My daddy was on drugs and he still kind of functioned, still raised the household in the best way he could. He did his best. No, he didn't. He didn't do his best, but you know, but I mean, you won't crack what you want to say. What you want me to say? But anyway, so that that's it. I guess that's the episode, Big Bub. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Shout out to Big Bub. You know I mean, and, oh, oh, one more thing. He's a little bit racist. He wasn't totally racist because my dad would sit up here and swear and tell us we got white in our family. We got white people in our family. You go there and say we got white because we got white. We got white. We got Indian people in our family too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he would do that and he'd be like, yo, dad, that's that's racist as fuck. Don't whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not that. But you know what I mean. But he didn't care. But he said we had white people in our family. But every time, dude, that, that white motherfucker this, that white motherfucker that. But then when he talked to him, his name ain't Bubble though. When he talked to white motherfucker that, hey, 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 what you doing? What's your name? How you doing, Bill? Bill. And I didn't know what the fuck Bill was. Oh, what the fuck is a Bill? Oh, his name's William. Oh, Bill. Okay, I get it. I get it. You Bill to them white motherfuckers. But you bubble stuff. What the fuck? But anyway, it's cool. I digress on that. And that's the end of this episode. But, but um, I got another sponsor. That's right, your boy be getting sponsors. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I mean, yeah, they my sponsors because I love them. Okay. Now, Mind you, this is my cousin. Okay, this is some of that, that family that I'm talking about that I love. The, the family that I love, the family that, that wasn't part of that disclaimer. This is one of them. Okay. But let me tell you this right now. Let me tell you this. Okay. These are daycares. Okay. Her business is called the Pearl World. The Pearl World. The Pearl Wood. Pearl. P-E-A-R-L Wood. W-O-O-D. One word. Pearl Wood. Early learning centers. That's what my cousin, that's her daycare, right? And I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? You ain't got to worry about your kids being in there eating no pace. You ain't got to worry about them kids putting crayons in their mouth, up their butts, up their noses, any of that crazy shit that kids be doing, okay? You don't got to worry about kids walking out of the daycare. Just walking out of the daycare and taking their asses down the street. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the kids doing none of that shit. You don't have to worry about the kids drinking any alcohol or smoking any marijuana or crack up in the facilities. You don't have to worry about none of them workers slapping the shit out your kid, even though you know your kid bad fuck. You know you. You ain't got to worry about none of that shit because none of that's going to happen at the Pearl World, the Pearl Wood Training Center, Learning Center, what the fuck, whatever it is. 
None of that's gonna happen there. Okay, you don't have to worry about the workers being high as fucking there. You don't have to worry about your child coming home smelling like weed. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about your child coming home smelling. Your child's gonna come home and not smell like weed. Then that motherfucker might stink, but you sent them there stink. You know what I'm saying? You you sent them there stink. They gonna come back smelling how you sent them. Matter of fact, no, they not. No, they not. They gonna come back smelling better than how you sent them. They gonna come back smelling clean because they's gonna clean them there. They gonna come back with the snot not on their nose like you be fucking sent. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just telling you, your kid's going to get the proper care that they need up in there, okay? And you ain't got to worry. You ain't got to worry. You take your kid, you drop your kid off, you pay your money, and everything's fine. You come pick them back up. They're going to be in the same condition you left them with. Matter of fact, they're going to be a little better than you left them. You need to get your fucking act together in the house because they got their act together as they guess, okay? That's all I'm saying. So, if you got a child that's uh, six weeks old up to 12 years old that's right don't be bringing your badass teenage motherfuckers in here they're 12 it goes from six weeks to 12 okay if you got a child that's from six weeks old to 12 years old and you live in the philadelphia area and you need somebody to watch them children call penwood early learning center call penwood early learning center because they is going to accommodate you okay and they got three Three fucking locations, okay? They got Little Pearls Academic Center. Now, Little Pearls Academic Center is at 1247 North 52nd Street in Philadelphia. And that phone number is 215-473-7700. That's the phone number. I ain't saying it again. Write the shit down, okay? And no, matter of fact, I will give it to you one more time. Little Pearls Academic Center at 1247 North 52nd Street, Philadelphia, 215 215- Four seven three seven seven zero zero. If you don't want to go to that one, they got the Pearlwood Early Learning Center at fifteen forty seven North fifty fourth Street. Thanks, Daddy. Two one five nine two one four four zero one. And the third location is Pearlwood Early Learning Center, located at fifty four zero one Market Street. And that phone number is 215-921-4401. Oh, that's the same number as the other one. Okay, just 215-921-4401 is those numbers. And if you want to go to 52nd Street, it's 215-473-7700. So send, get your kids in there. Get your kids in there. They're going to teach them some shit. They're going to clean them up. They're not going to let them do drugs or alcohol. They're not going to let them leave. Nobody ain't going to hit the shit out of them. You know what I mean? It's going to be a fun time. Hey, kids is going to love it. You're going to love it. The prices is reasonable. And um, it's that our goal is to provide children with a cultivating early childhood experience from the very beginning. From the very beginning of their lives. Okay? So I vouch for them. I vouch for them. I'm telling you right now. So if you got kids and you need them to be watched after school, before school, whenever you go to work, or whatever you're doing, take them up per word, early learning center. And tell them Tyrone sent you. You ain't gonna get no discount, but they know me. They gonna they gonna be happy that we doing it. All right, so that's it. I'm gonna end this episode by saying, "Have a good evening," and thank you for watching. Even though the thing still says zero, but I know some of you is gonna watch it later. So I thank you in advance. All right, see you later.